0: mother's day the mother say you know okay you know one day a year you're gonna help with the washing up i mean it's nice but it's kind of a little bit of a it's like a bit uncool actually you know because i was just speaking with my friend i'm living together with and she said on on mother's day they made little vouchers for her mother that they would you know make her a voucher to wash up after dinner you know once a year or something like that so, you know, that's a nice beginning, but it's not really very connected, you know, with what, what's really needed, you know, to to um, overcome, you know, one's preferences and, and uh, clear out all of that which stands in the way from understanding, you know, that we are not separate from nature, that we are not separate from each other, that we are actually, you know, Secret secretions of the planet. It's a, it's a very ancient and very new way of looking at ourselves. So, you know, that's not something which we can just uh, read in a book or hear in a Dhamma talk once and then we really are that. It. It, it takes, you know, it needs a lot of repetition. And, you know, just like learning any other skills, like learning to drive a car or playing an instrument or playing some kind of sports, it needs exercise, it needs repetition. And the same is is with this uh, deep understanding of non-separation. You know, which is why we are here, you know, why we are actually practicing. If we are looking for... The end of suffering, you know, that's one of the ways how the Buddha has um, in a nutshell defined his teaching. It's about suffering and the end of suffering. And the medicine is the realization of emptiness or the realization of non-separation. Or as uh, the Venerable Diknatan called it so beautifully, interbeing. You know, that full realization equates the end of suffering or enlightenment or awakening, however we want to call it. So that's really the central insight in Buddhism. And, you know, when the Buddha was, um, you know, here on the planet 2,500 plus years ago, that was a new teaching that um, he called it in the beginning in early Buddhism, it was called not self or anatta. And then later it got developed further into other schools of buddhism and in the mahayana it's called uh, emptiness it's probably you've heard of that of the heart sutra form is emptiness and emptiness is form you know saying that all conditioned phenomena if it's my body or the house i'm sitting in or the planet the house is sitting on all of those phenomena they are not existing from their own side but All of those phenomena are coming into being through causes and conditions and then fall apart. And then other phenomena are emerging for some time and then going back into the emptiness and then something else is emerging. So form is emptiness and emptiness is form. On one hand, you know, it's a very profound insight. On the other hand, it's actually something we could directly experience in the elements meditation. Or even, you know, in the radiation meditation, we could probably experience the formlessness, you know, when the mind is really at ease and really opens up into immeasurable space, the boundary of our skin, of our body is, is not, uh, cannot be perceived or becomes so subtle. So that's, you know, that's these kind of practices, they are not out of our reach, but we need to um, have a consistency in the practice. And then, you know, in the beginning, there's what's called the honeymoon phase, you know, where we have maybe a lot of insight and a lot of pleasant experiences and then, you know, it might become difficult for some time. And, uh, you know, we tried hard to recreate the beginner's mind. But there's no going back. We need to continue to, uh, you know, going forward within the practice. And just understanding, you know, how it works. And... Maybe, you know having a friend or someone who is a little bit ahead of us to help us to stay steady because that's the most important ingredient for the practice is, you know to begin and do not stop uh, When Bikubodi said at once you know the two most important uh, ingredients for the practice is a to begin and B don't stop even it can become very hard that's all what's needed you know it's a it's a very humble, practice in the beginning you might have some fireworks here and there but you know the more you get into it it starts to drop away and that's actually a good sign you know if the practice becomes less flamboyant and more steady and ordinary you're doing something right So, you know, I'd like to end our time together with the guided meditation and kind of, you know, with a little blessing for all of us. May our practice, you know, have the support it needs and may we be able, you know, to benefit others. And, you know, once you know we have experienced how that feels. You know it, there is a lot of incentive to continue to practice and you know take risks in the practice to really live what we know is true and to really step into that which we have understood in the meditation and embody it in our lives. Because that's, you know, what's difficult in the practice. To sit on the cushion in the meditation hall, you know, or in, the, in, the, in your home is much easier than to then go out and, and leave the matter. When you know that. So that's why we need the balance, you know, between the formal practice and the practicing community. And then, you know, going out and live from that place and, and take a risk, step into that understanding and embody it and then you know the confidence in the practice is going to increase tremendously from living from that place and then when we get back on the cushion there's also more capacity to go deeper so those two they work together you know the realization and the actualization and that's why these embodied uh, somatic practices are also really important it's like uh, two strands, you know, get get, um, drawn together and and make a real strong rope, where one strand alone wouldn't be strong enough, wouldn't have, you know, the the flexibility and the gift a rope has, which consists of more than one strand. Okay, so let us, you know, find the posture again. We can sustain for about 20 minutes. And allow the breath again, you know, to take you down into the body. You know, becoming aware how you are feeling right now. You know, in the body, the heart, and the mind. And then let an image arise in front of your mind of the most steady and loving being you can imagine. It might be somebody from your family, or it might also be a public figure like His Holiness, the Dalai Lama, or a hugging mother, So an image, let it spontaneously arise. It also might be, you know, just a mythological being. It doesn't really matter. And just let them arise and feel their wisdom and steadiness and how they care from a place of strength and love and groundedness. Let them show you what is possible. And they smile at you and you smile back to them. The same qualities live within you. That's where you can recognize and visualize them. So, you know, take that mirroring in from them, receive and fill your body, your heart, and your mind with that mirroring of caring from a place of strength and grounding. And that that being reaches under their robe or into their pocket and pull out a special gift for you. A clear symbol for what you need to stay steady, loving and strong. And they place it in your hands. Just open it up and if it's not clear what it is, hold it to the light. A clear symbol of just what you need to keep your heart steady and your mind clear. So, and then you can, you know, reciprocate with a gesture of gratitude, a little bow or thank you. And they respond saying, We are here for you, we are here with you, and we can be called upon anytime to steady your heart. To be as they are. Because you can feel they live inside you. Those very same qualities. Yeah, steadiness and love in the midst of it all. In the midst of all of the trouble and all of the mess and everything else what's happening. So you're also carrying that wisdom and compassion in you. And through having it mirrored back, it gets, becomes more conscious. It gets, you know, it gets reawakened. That's why Sangha is so important. you know, for the remainder of the sit, just, uh, you know, allow the spaciousness in the heart and the spaciousness all around you to become more conscious, you know, as you are Relaxing and widening into the out-breath. And then in contacting, you know, your own inner strength and dignity with the in-breath. You know, knowing there is a whole long line of ancestors behind us. Taking us back into the planet. Behind and below us. And then the future beings in front of us. We want to leave a planet behind for them which works. So we are just a little link in this long vast chain of generations of generations of beings one you know standing on the shoulder of the next. we are not special but we are unique. So, and you know, while you're sitting now, I'm going to chant the Metta Sutta in Pali for you. And you can later, you know, find it also on the resource page if you like to look into that. Karaniya mata kusalena yantang santang padang apisame chasako uchu chasu uchu chasu vacho chasamutu Santusako chasuparo CHA SUPARO CHA APAKICHO CHA SALAHUKA SANTIN CHA KULESU ANANUGITO NA CHA Parei upavatei yong suki no vakemi no hontu sapi sata. Pāvānto sukhi tātā, ye kethipāna bhūtātita sāvā, tāvā rāvā, anāvā ye mahāntāvā, mājimā anukatūlā, Tita vaye cha a tita ye Buddha was Sang Pave Siva Sa Pesata Pawanto Sukitata Naparo Parang Niku Petanatiman, Heta Katachinam Kinchipaya Rosa Napati Casania Satu Kamik. Jamata, yataniam, putang, ayusay kaputa manurake, evampisababu, desumana sampaway, aparimanang, metancha sabalo casming, mana sampaway, aparimanang. (tries) Utang, Atocha, Tiriancha, Asampatang, Averang, Asapatang, Titang, Charang Nisinova, Sayanova, Yavadasa savikatamito Etang, Satinga, atiteya, Yapram, Viharang, Itamahu, Titincha, anupakammasila tasanena sampano kame so veneiya ketan na hichatu kapseyyang so that's the metta sutra im pani You know, and then I can um, end with a little sharing of blessings in English. And while I do that uh, short chant, you know, you can keep in mind anyone you'd like to share the benefits of your practice today. Maybe it's your mother or maybe not. (laughs) Maybe it's somebody else. Whoever it is. And also yourself. May you have every good blessing. May all the devas protect you by the power of all the buddhas. May you ever be well, may you have every good blessing. May all the devas protect you by the power of all the dhamma. May you ever be well, may you have every good blessing. May all the devas protect you By the power of all the sangha, may you ever be well. So thank you so much for coming.